much. Welcome to Walking the Room. I am the great and powerful Grufus. Grufon of Hayes. Grufon. Grufon of Hand. Grufus. If you hate that, you want yeah. What? Put the fucking mic down. Why is it in your I goddamn face? I don't wonder. First off, first off, let me stop you right there. Uh-huh. I don't wonder shit. Do you understand that? I don't wonder. <laughs> shit. I don't. You do. The second is it? The second of stuff comes out of my mouth. I, I don't think about the next moment. I'm not curious about what you're gonna say. No, but you do wonder shit all the time. Like stupid. Oh, shit. I do wonder shit. Like yeah. wonderful shit. No, you do wonder. You wonder shit. Oh, what's going on with that sweater? Like that's right. I do love that. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you right, wonder. Right. Yeah. You're a wonder. But I'm not. Wor- I'm not a worrier like you. I'm not a worrier. You were about to say, I wonder, like, you're going to do something, like, and you wonder why people don't like you or something like that, which just isn't the truth. Cute. And it just ended up comedy. I, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. I was going to say, you what wonder. You, I'm just peacocking. You wonder why we're I'm not taking for our, off as I'm podcast. peacocking for our guests. That's all I'm doing. No, you're we're looking not, good. Uh, I know that who's the dominant one now. Want to hear something hilarious? <laughs> yeah, I do. I got an email from a dude who's like, and he was totally, he was totally <laughs> serious. He was like, you guys ever think that if you <laughs> cleaned it up a little bit and were a little less, you know, over the top and dirty and stuff that you could get on Earwolf? Ooh, only if. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many hilarious things about that. But it, it's, I mean. Well, it's funny. It's look, funny because we don't, we're not looking to get on Earwolf. I like, yeah. listen, I like the shows on, I like some of the shows on Earwolf quite a bit, but I didn't get in this to get on something. Like, I'm, <laughs> the reason I'm on no, this is because I can't be on something else. This is like punk fucking rock but to fucking bands in the fucking 70s. This is what comedians can do where there's no interference. Earwolf is like creating a tiny studio system. I don't want to... <laughs> I don't... And now they're on Funny or Die. Yeah, like, they're now on Funny or thing, Die. Which is fucking congratulations yeah. to all those people. It's, there's a lot of fucking great people over there. But... I, this is that's the whole point of this whole thing. Like, would it change your listening experience if it came through the Earwolf? Like, how would it be? Oh, they it's, got a lot more Megs. What does that mean? No, that's a good. They, this is a good discussion. Let's get into this for okay, a minute. Well, so let, we have. But let's get into it. Should after we, we say, identify the voice or just say one of my sweaters started talking? Let's just say this: if 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 you if you took a bunch of Beatles. <laughs> And you put them in a jar, yeah. Over over a period of years, <laughs> like four, then, four of the no, beetles. I'm talking, I'm, no, like actual bugs. When they oh, go okay. in, but when they go in, are they they're alive? Used, yeah, they're alive. Oh yeah, okay. and then and then they die, and they eat each other in there, and they're just, and then it's just beetle shit, and, and they're de- decomposing. It's, but it's also like just pieces and parts now. Oh yeah, yeah, and you just put the lid on really tight, yeah. so they're just dying in there, uh-huh. and, and and then after like, I don't know, I'd say two years, yeah. you pop that baby open. <laughs> Just the fucking smell that comes out of there. Yeah. That's the same smell that it's like walking the room, the podcast. <laughs> it's just a fucking, it's just dead beetle. Yeah. It's just dead beetle parts. Yeah. But dead beetle be, parts. It would be dust by then, wouldn't it? It's dead beetle dust. <laughs> but the odor is oh there. Our walking show. the room. <laughs> Our show is dead beetle dust. Joined, we are joined by. Uh, uh, My name's Jonah. A, a side... <laughs> that was awesome. You invited him here. I, yeah. And this is a weird. 
thing. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. He's like a half-assed sidekick, right? Yeah, I guess so. Because I'm half of well, you know, a psychic duo. I don't know. <laughs> In his world, actually, Dave, uh, yeah. he's he's all Jonah. Yeah, like he doesn't he doesn't come into it. It's like it's like what are you saying when he's out in the world? In James Bond, in James Bond, when you go to the to the to the villain's lair, and all those dudes run out at you with guns, right? Because they've got a bunch of henchmen. Well, each one of those guys has his own story. (laughs) When he's when he's making the movie, right, uh, right. So he's not Blowfinger or whatever the guy's name is or Blowfish, but he's Gary. Yeah. Number seven, and he's but like, it's his I, fucking I story. Even right? he gets so shot, that's killed Jonah. immediately. He has. So Jonah, that's Jonah. Jo- Jonah's story is very real to him. Yeah, forgettable for everyone else, but the guy playing it. Right, yeah. but the guy playing it, who for and him, that's, mom, the movie's about him. Mom cares. Nerdist yeah. is about a guy who doesn't get to talk as much as the other guys. That's what his <laughs> podcast is about. Nerdist is yeah. about. Yeah, we Nerdist should say he's guy. from Nerdist. He's, he's, on, on, the he's Nerdist on the Nerdist podcast, which I think you guys get like 17 million downloads a week. Yeah, they're very. The part podcast, of the Nerdist Empire. The Nerdist Empire and the Nerdist Podcast, which I used to let Chris open for me, and I've never been a guest on his show. So that's, <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. He's had everyone. He's literally had dust. He he's had, he's had a jar of Beatles. He has had a jar. He had a jar of Beetle dust on before me. <laughs> he had an empty jar full of Beetle dust before they thought, "Hey, we should ask Greg Barron on the it show." It was one of the better interviews we've had. <laughs> yeah, the Beetle dust. Yeah, just describing the smell took up the entire hour. Yeah, see, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, and you're right, walking the room was a analogy that we uh, cropped up a bunch too. See? I love it. Yeah. Um um so you are uh I assume oh fuck your name is Jonah, right? Yes. I always yeah. forget who you are. Jonah has yeah. the distinction. Uh, is, uh, Jonah's been around this Los Angeles comedy scene for a little while, but yeah. Jonah has the distinction of, and I got it wrong this morning, but I'm going to say it right. Jonah, I believe, might be the first person, if not one of the very first people, to release uh, when. Yeah. So vinyl is hot right now. Yeah. But it, but it, and it was hot at one point in time in history. But there was a period where it wasn't hot, where everyone was just thick into CD. Yeah. Done with cassette. That's when Jonah decides to release a seven inch of his comedy. No, it's 1993, and he he, pulls he puts out, out a disco. fucking seven inch. He <laughs> yeah. puts. I'm not kidding you. He released an EP on seven inch vinyl, 33 RPM. That's fucking balls, man. When you when you actually say, yeah, but he's he's before now. It's hip now. Fucking he's everybody, a fucking hipster. But that's what I'm saying, dude. No, but I mean, Are he you? was almost he was almost pre hip. He almost did it when it was. Well, that's what that's what a can real I say this about is. it? He did it when it was stupid. It was dumb. There was nobody. <laughs> it was very dumb. There was yes, nobody. Lost a lot of money. There was nobody. Is that true? There was nobody who, who was going to purchase it. Nobody. Nobody was going to purchase it because nobody had the device. Like he said to people, "Hey, you don't know me. I'm new at this. If you really like me." You'll buy a new sound system or find your old one to listen to my comedy. Don't you comedy just need on. A, something that spins and then you put a bird's beak on it? Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, you do. It plays That's out exactly the bird's right. asshole, but it makes everything sound like shit, <laughs> which isn't too far off from what would that. come out anyway. Yeah. So uh, is it still available? Yes, yeah, there's still, there's still, I am sure, quite a few available. <laughs> Um, I didn't. I didn't do it. Like I did it because it was like the culmination of wanting to, like being in bands all my life growing yeah. up, and we never had our shit together enough to release a seven inch. When that's what punk bands were doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, throughout the nineties, like it's yeah. like you know, you punk bands could you know you gather up about a grand, yep. and then you put out a seven inch. That's and right. You send it to Maximum Rock and Roll and uh, Flipside Magazine, right. and, You know, and you send it to all the labels. But just you just have it so you can sell it at your shows because like a lot of punk kids. 
you know, the vinyl revolution was never really a revolution. It just was always there. You just put out vinyl. Uh, but then I wanted to do that because, like, I just never got my band shit together. And then I was able, well, fuck, these guys at AST are nice enough and dumb enough to put out. No, I mean, I love the guys and they know it, but, like, everyone knew it was a losing venture. <laughs> Especially at the time where, like, even... It's like walking the room. Even well, less I mean, was, people uh, knew me at the time, yeah, and it was less. Like, yeah, and it was also, there was no, like, uh, less people knew you. The internet had not blown up in the way that it has, no, obviously. No, but iTunes it, was there, and it was also available on iTunes, which, in a sense, what's, what's the difference there? I mean, like, more people are going to buy it on iTunes than they would on yeah, CD. Right. And so, what does the CD matter at that point? Nothing, really. So you put uh, it on fucking vinyl. Shit just got deep, yo. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Bro, oh, it did. Wow. It did. Woo! Shit just did, did just get deep. But I I just I just put my record on I had a I put out a, a CD uh, a couple years ago, I made two thousand copies of my very first record that I made accidentally at the uh, uh, last stop in Houston and then I re released it now digitally and then somebody actually said, D- D- how about a hard copy? I was like, Really? Are you really having a hard copy now? Like can't just go ahead and go digital. Yeah. Because next summer you'll be done with C like the yeah. C D is done. You know, there, but there are but, but I am but I am offering logo. but I am offering them now. I'm like, Okay, I'll sell it to you but I'll sign it and I'll give it to you for ten bucks. Make but it I mean, a thing for them to have. Yeah, for them to know. have. Yeah, the artwork is awesome, but yeah. it, it, I mean, and that's why people liked, I mean, that's why I like having singles too, is the artwork, or you yeah. have a flip seven, so you get two bands on there, or whatever. Yeah, know. yeah, split seven inches are a great idea. That's, yeah, man. Actually, here's something, um, uh, when I was, uh, like, getting ready to put out my seven inch, um, I'm Patton and, uh, and I are on the same show at uh, Death Ray at the time, and he's like, he's like oh, you uh, put out a, a record, vinyl? And I was like, yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, oh yeah, yeah I don't know. Morning. I just thought it'd be fun. It's kind of a, you know. And then like I just like did a real rambly like culmination punk band uh, growing up dream uh, and then a uh, dream. Like, dream squash. Yeah. Thank you. Spit. But then like yeah, he had put out a. He, I think like he, there was like a split or something like that that uh, stop smiling or sub pop or something like that put out. But do you still put out? Vinyl, or was that the only one you did? Are you going to no? The, uh, there's we're gearing up to do another one uh, with AST Records as well. Because I thought you said that the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. plan is to do three, do a trilogy, really? of uh, seven inch records. And now it's a it's an even smarter idea because now, like what me and Greg were talking about earlier, is that now there's actual just vinyl only stores popping up all over the country in the yeah. bigger cities because it's just the vinyl revolution. Yeah, there were a couple of people that asked me today, "Are going to put this out on vinyl?" Really? Like, yeah. well, do you want to print it for me on vinyl? Because I'm a, I'm doing it all my you know what I mean? I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah. it all on my own. But uh, but yeah, I mean we sold we've sold 500 copies of the of the Rainy Monarchs thing. On Final? Yeah, but what in clubs. What the fuck is happening? In clubs. The, the, kid, the kids are going and buying it. Because they, they scratch it? Well, you know what they want to do? Here's the interesting thing that these kids want to do. They actually want to listen to it. They don't want to put it on and do four other things. They actually have to take make the effort of putting the record on, which is an event unlike just snapping it on on your iPod. So, you know, I mean, I think they're actually trying to take time to, like, it, on some way sort of honoring it by just fucking making it an event something that you actually have to do as opposed to something you can just flip on. And so, that's why it's a good idea to, uh, you know, really work on the packaging and have a good insert so they have something to hold and look at as they're sitting down and listening to the record. Right. So it's a whole experience, you know, visually and... and you know, like listen, you can put in, like, uh, like you can take someone's face off and just... You know what I do? is on, on every one of our albums, I inserted my cock. 
I just <laughs> just stuck my so they know that my cock's just, been that just was out they, loud I you just said that out loud I, we could have been on Earwolf <laughs> <laughs> you blow it we great. fucking could have been on Earwolf but you dumb son of a bitches can't talk stop talking about grabbing shit with your assholes <laughs> and coming on things and fucking candy and bunny fucking your face you fucking twat what fuckers. are you That's doing you you're do. yelling at me you shit cunt if you <clears throat> fucking were a decent human being and didn't talk about fucking if you guys weren't yourselves you could be on Earwolf <laughs> The poor guy was being so sincere. I know he was. I know he just wanted all that person wants for us is to be successful because they know the earwolf is successful. And we are not walking the room. (laughs) I don't know. I like it's it's more of a back of the room conversation. That's why I like this podcast. This isn't a back of the room conversation. Yeah. 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 Well back of the closet. Hey. I was being literal. Uh you're the, new, you're the new Scott Ackerman. You're the new, yeah. You're the new comedy boom boom. Uh, you run, you run meltdown with. Oh, well, I run, uh, I, 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 I run people. it now with uh, Kumail Nanjiani and uh, Emily Gordon, his wife. Yeah. Who, that's a good crew of people. And that's, that's the fucking best room in town. If you guys are ever, ever in L.A. I put Wednesday the night. Last time I saw him, haven't ever really heard back from you. What's that? You, you haven't done the show. Yeah, no, you asked me to. I yeah. did do it. Yeah, you should. I did do it. When? Oh my god, I was there. Wow, this no, is no, the weekly, the weekly show. Yeah, have you done the weekly yet, or no, was no, it no. Still, still monthly, right? I was just monthly. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just did oh, You have to contact me through this my email or awkward. Twitter account. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. This guy, fucking, no, he's, this guy tweeted at me last night. Hey, you want to do the thing? Yeah. Like, I'm not addicted to Twitter. Yeah. I'm not looking no, at No, I sent you. I sent you. Uh, is that how Chris is asking me to do the show? By just thinking I might be a good guest, and then I have to know when he wants yeah, me yeah. there? No, Chris doesn't want you there. I know. <laughs> he's got, like, Zoe De- Deschanel and other... Uh, it's kind of true. Who, who, I missed my fucking window. On yeah, I missed my window. People. My window closed. Yeah, yeah. No, he went straight. He went straight. Let's let's try some uh, funny people. And then he went, oh, fuck, big stars want to do it. And then we were all fucked off. I was never in the equation. I can't even get on Jimmy uh, uh, Doors thing. I mean, he's had like 197 comics on, and he won't even give me a sniff. So I'm on a lower rung. Right, we're on the same rung. You compare Tompkins on three weeks in a row. No, he didn't. Yeah. Well, that's just lazy. <laughs> get, a fucking, get out and get a fucking... That's lazy, yes. him wanting numbers. Uh, that's just him really not wanting you. Mm-hmm. Like, you were the only other comic available. Tompkins said, I'll do it again. Yeah. You were on a whiteboard. You kept out. on moving you down. And that's then finally sad. your name he, fell he, off. He, I and assume, then it got sweeped up. I can only assume he hates me. Now, uh, you uh, are you starting to do a lot more stand-up? Because uh, the reason I wanted you on the podcast was I saw him at the Improv. Was like a month ago? Yeah, say a month ago. Or and so. you did a bit that I almost shit my fucking <laughs> pants. And he can't do it here because you have to see it on stage. <laughs> yeah. But it's basically so many about, props. about dicks going into asses. Uh, but it's, it's dicks coming out. You were making so many fucking dudes so uncomfortable. Yeah. That it was so. Fu- it was one of those jokes that is so making fun of fucking gay, like. Ass jokes and that fucking kind of shit, like that bullshit humor. Yes, and it was so making fun of it. In wait, wait, is that what we, is that what we do? No, we don't. We don't. To let you know, though, it did start sincerely. The I'm idea, sure. the idea started sincerely. I'm sure, but it's it's morphed into something insane. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but it, you know, fucking bits where it, and then he fucks him in the ass, like those kind of oh, like improv. <laughs> at, the end of every, at, the, at the end of every improv scene, yeah. yes, right where it all ends in, in some sort of butt fucking. But his the joke starts out. And it it and, just, pe- and people get on board, and then it goes to a place where those people are are, are 
uh, I get horribly uncomfortable and conflicted, and then they don't know what's happening. Oh, like if you really li- like if you're a jock and you really listen to Tool. Yes. And yeah, halfway yeah. through, you realize that Tool hates you. Yes. <laughs> yes exactly. That's exactly what it is. That. So yeah. I was watching this oh, table great. of fucking dudes that were laughing, and then we're all of a sudden like, "Fuck, what's happening yeah. now?" Well, man? I'll tell great. It's basically the I talk about how awesome it is to shit. Like I love shitting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like one of the best things you could do with your body, and it's so self pleasuring. It's like you know, orgasming first thing, first best thing you can do with your body. Yeah, second yeah. best thing is shitting. That's why they call it number two. It's the second best thing you can do with your body. Is that right? That's, That's good. I, I like yeah, yeah. that. I thought you were going to say eating. No, no. <laughs> Well, you know that begets the the better yeah. thing, but you yeah, know. yeah. So you see it all as one big event. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, like I love when it. I, every time I'm eating, I'm like, I cannot I'm wait for the repercussions I'm of not, this burrito. I'm not, I'm not kidding you. I've taken shits where when I'm done, I know I'm a better person. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like I, I feel like yeah. I go. Oh, I'm a better. Yeah. I'm actually a better. I'm actually. I'm actually some good. bad mojo in that shit. I'm as good as I think I am. Like today, <laughs> I shit and I felt like, oh my god, I am as good as I think I am. And the cherry on the, uh, the the cherry on the top. You wipe nothing there. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> because the colon, yeah, it got yeah. rid of all of it. Yeah. Everything. Because the basically, walls. there's just a, there's just this every Clean, time there's sweet, just a, sweet shit. yeah there's just one big gift in yeah. there and sometimes it's, it comes out in parts but when it comes out as a whole as a snake yeah. Take one where you're just like, fuck, I gotta lay down after that. Like, that was so yeah. great that I just. I call it wrapping the bowl. I have, <laughs> I have too. I've, have you ever had a double flush where you're like, yeah. they won't oh, take the whole thing? Yeah, Plus, yeah. The, the beauty of it is, as as people are turning off their iPods and, and yeah, turning their podcast. Uh, sometimes I do it and my eyes water because I'm like, oh my God, I'm clean. I'm clean again. You're yeah. emotionally. I'm, yeah. I'm emotionally clean I again. I feel like such and a I've good person. Rid of, yeah, I get rid of, like, I, I want to go, how do I stay in this? Whatever this is, I want to stay here. I, Emotionally, yeah. all the time, because I'm not angry with anybody. Yeah, I feel like I'm as good as the next guy. I feel, and I also feel like, what can I do for you? I consider, like, it, a, I, I consider it to be a toxic cleanse. It is, but it, it is, it is, is, is kind of like it is like that physical buzz you get after like coming or like doing some drugs. You know, mm-hmm. it is that yeah. kind of like it's that weird moment that you just letting a bunch of dudes kinda... bang you in a bathhouse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I got oh, you. But, I got yeah. You. But the, uh, the bit, so the bit. Then, like I talk about, like how, uh, like I love, like shit. It just feels so good, uh, and if uh, I would be really down for gay anal sex to be done to me, if it were just only for the second part, if a dick could just slide out of my ass, if I could just shit out a dick coming in would hurt. Just coming out of my ass would be awesome. Right. If I could just shit out dicks over and over again, <laughs> and he just keeps saying it, and then yeah. you watch dudes like fucking, like they're on board with the shit part. And yeah, they like, love the shit part. And then they turn. And then they just get they like so it. fucking upset. But he's not saying he's he's not he's going not in a gay way. Just yeah. coming out. It's not yeah, like just dicks coming out. They cannot. Their brains don't yeah. know what to fucking do with. And it. I right. wish I could figure. And the thing is, it is like I've been actually worried in some crowds that it might come off as homophobic. The amount I'm adamant about dicks not going in my ass. Yeah, but, but that's like, the funny part is yeah. that you're. I mean, it's funny that you. Yeah, want dicks I just want dicks out of my ass, especially because of the texture of a dick with the head at the end pop off. I don't think. <laughs> God, I'm fucking up your earwolf chances. I, I don't think it. I also don't think it, it, it's. We're so politically correct these days. It 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 is okay to not want a dick in your ass if that's not what you enjoy. Just like a guy yeah, with oh, a yeah. dick that he wants to put in a butt does not want to put it in a vagina. Yeah, the, the, it's not. not if, he, usually, if he's like, I don't I mean, want to put. I mean, I can because yeah. I got some guys one. like to put them in both holes. 
Sure, some you know. guys like to do both holes, but I don't think it's. A, I don't think we're saying there's anything wrong with it. You no. just go. Well, that's probably not. That probably will be something that. Because you know what the problem with it is? It's attached to a dude. Yeah, 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 yeah right, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So we're we are, we're all in agreement that trannies are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could all say about the base of that dick. There were well, the tranny is like a side. unicorn, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tranny is a modern day unicorn. <laughs> modern day unicorn. And you yeah. can ride the fucking horn, bro. Yeah. That's scene one. That's gonna be the. That's the stop. name of my all tranny if band. Ride the horn. If you don't stop saying bro, I don't know when this happened, but last, like the last podcast, you said I'm just looking at the pink bro. Looking at the pink bro. Can I say something? <laughs> Neither John and I are you, your bro when you're saying that. Nah, I'm come not, on, brocious. I'm not, I'm not with you at Cabo. I'm not with you on your spring break wherever you are, Lake Havasu, or in, I'm not in Florida. Fucking we don't ride look, the horn. Let's go look at the pink brocious. Bro, bro, dude. You know. I don't live in Delicious, come on. I don't live in Tempe. Right. I don't have a truck right. and I don't have an affliction t-shirt. Oh, bro. Okay, bro. Bro him. Brohaim, right? right? We're gonna Bro Jackson. That's a segment. When we come back, I should tell the, the Jim Hanks story, right? Yeah, fuck that's gonna knock him dead. Jesus. <laughs> I need a you might as well call it the Tom Hanks's brother story. <laughs> That's really what it is. That'll probably get a little bit more people interested. When we come back, we're not talking about Colin Hanks. You know who just got Fuck, man? Uh, you could. You, you have like, like three fucking beats. Soul. You have three beats. The soul that just, you have three things that you do. Walk in the road. It's not even. Yeah. Bam. Nailed it. That was like Crocus just came in here and played a quick one and fucking Crocus. walked out the door. <laughs> yeah, I said Crocus. Eat the rich motherfucker. <laughs> screaming in the light. Night. Go and fuck other songs. <laughs> Screaming in the light is what. Screaming in the light. Oh, fuck. It's just. I'd like to just... be able to hit those notes. Had you not be you know what's that. weird is that like, can can, can can you know it's a, you know it must be interesting for the listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over a the over customers. A, uh, yeah, the customer. Yeah. The um <laughs> uh, uh, for the customer is that over the sixty some odd. Episodes yeah, yeah, I never get old. You've not grown an inch. No. No. And I have. Like, they've seen total growth. Yeah, they've no, seen, no one wants growth. No, they love it. They hate No, they love it. What they see is growth, and and they know I'm no. on my... They know that it, it could end well for me. But you are like... <laughs> you're like a... You're like a... You're like the... You know the... Uh, who moved my cheese? You're the rat that keeps going back to the same place for the cheese, and it's not there, dude. Every time you come... Yeah, you go back to the same place for the cheese every time. If a dollop and tar and shit dropped out of a vagina, that would be you. I wish... He said he that I had. He didn't even hear it. <laughs> he, he was too busy thinking of the it. next thing, which I think is going to be you good. You didn't even hear it. I think it's going to be good. It was so awful mm. that it should have stopped you in your tracks. But you're so fucking stupid <laughs> that you don't listen. And you just keep running forward. I like hear them. Fucking I moose. hear them as compliments. Can we? <laughs> I hear them as compliments. I, maybe by the time they get to the word dollop, yeah, I you did. Made a dollop. We all do. We all do. Okay, we are That's joined what women by. Will you're like need. a dollop of. That's what a woman will leave on a seat after. Don't. After. After what? she's seen. No. My stand up. <laughs> <laughs> she leaves a dollop in her chair. I think you can still keep me on air with that kind of. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, we're joined by a half-assed sidekick from the Nerdist, uh, Jonah Ray. Who, Hello. Uh, by the way, <clears throat> made a fucking great pilot for Comedy Central Thanks. that I loved that Comedy Central then turned down because they're a bunch of fucking cocksuckers. Is that fair? It's fine with me. I have no. Uh, I got. What do I? What am I? Th- what career am I throwing away over that? <laughs> <laughs> they already. They already. They already told my manager that I was too old to be on the show, yeah, and yeah. it made him so mad he had to drive across town and go into their offices and go. By the way, we're producing this show, and he'll be on it. <laughs> they did. Too old. Fucking. They are fucked. Yeah. Uh, I, didn't, I. You know. Yeah. It was a. Uh, thanks for liking it. Yeah, what was it? I enjoyed it. It was it was a great. It was fucking great. It was basically uh, like a video game oriented show. Oh wait, but, I heard about this. But yeah. yeah, I think I told you about it. It was a. It was a. You know, it was a soup style green screen. Yeah. yeah. Clip show, but, but like, there, a lot of the clips were video game based. But a lot of them you guys made up. And we also had sketches and stuff like and that. Sketches yeah. in the video games. They're fucking funny. It was really I, good. You know what? I just <clears throat> fucked. I just fucked myself because I did sell a show over there about a month ago called Soup Soup. We just made a Soup Soup reference. We did a joke on Web Soup. Come on. For a show called Soup Soup. soup. Fuck. Yeah. I love it's, Soup Soup. Yeah, it was like we did this. Uh, it was a, a show called uh, Blaine Capatch. It was like, hey, you're watching Soup Soup. On this uh, uh, on this episode, we're going to take a look at watching TV to see what they're up to. Let's go check it out. And then I, <laughs> in the preview window, another show with a guy in front of a green screen going, hey, you're watching watching TV. Uh, oh, a recent episode of uh, uh, Internet Serial, they found another video that's pretty stinky. Let's check it out. And it's a guy, and, and, and it, like it even goes even further back in the preview that's, window. That's better than mine. Mine was just seriously <clears throat> well, just footage of soup. You don't think very. It's just people commenting of on fucking soups. Of course it was. Soups. Yeah, it was just of course soup. it was. It's just soups. You're a fucking yeah. idiot. Minastron. I promise I would. <laughs> Minastron. I promise I would tell my Tom Hanks. Minastron. Your Tom Hanks's brother story. Tom Hanks's brother story. A lot of people don't know. What that. is up? I'm surprised we didn't after the Shin Dicks. We didn't go straight into a Barry Sobel appearance. I'm not the Beastie Boys. I'm that's not from DMC. That's how this came up because we were talking about Barry Sobel earlier. Who was a comedian to, centuries ago? Centuries yeah. ago, wore a tiny Look backpack, uh, enjoys to buy uh, young men beers and uh, young uh, comics uh, beers. Wrote the comedy for Tom Hanks in the movie Punchline. Then that led to uh, a Tom Hanks conversation, which led to a Jim Hanks conversation, which is also, also why uh, all of the jokes in that movie have no punchline because they were written by Barry Sobel, yeah. who was famous for doing a rap where he looked. A little bit like Ad Rock. Yeah, he was a he was like a you know a Jewish Brooklyn kid. Where he would come out with his yeah. baseball cap on backwards and go, "I'm not the Beastie Boys, I'm not Run DMC," and then I would leave. So I don't know how yeah. that. Yeah, he's also end. Revenge of the Nerds uh, Part Two, Nerds in Paradise. He does that rap in it because yeah. he plays the bellboy in there. He also has a small part in that thing you do, Tom Hanks's movie. That's I was right. watching. I was at the it was at the Punchline in San Francisco. You know, I would say eight years ago or something, and he stop by and they're like hey you want to go up and he's like sure and he goes up and now it's like a 40 year old dude at this point and he's got the vest on and he's got the he he wore like the the puffy vest yeah puffy vest yeah, puffy he's vest. got the little mm-hmm. he wore a little backpack right and because he he's from up. harajuku <laughs> He's a young, young, beautiful Japanese girl with striped socks. Uh, yeah. Affected by... When he ends it now, he goes, hello, kitty. Oh. oh. Hello. Uh, so uh, he uh, he goes up on stage and he starts doing the fucking rap. Oh, and does he end it with uh, it's, very it's... Sobel classics? Yes. Yeah. And But now it's like... 
Nobody even knows who he is at this point. Right. Mm. And then he's doing something that he thinks people will know, but... They don't know it. They don't know it. So he's doing a fucking bit that is now just old. That's sort of like both of our careers. Yes. (laughs) No, but you guys don't have... Like, that's essentially going on stage, and uh, in this guy's head, his catchphrase is the one that fucking destroys the room. And he goes on stage and goes, I don't know what you're talking about! (laughs) Right. Right. That's right. And almost like he's, like, trying to wait for people to join in. I... Right? No, no. It was super yeah. fucking awkward. Yeah, it's like when a new band says, sing along. <laughs> sing along! I don't fucking care. I'm just waiting for the other band that I came uh, to see. All right, that sounds good from the crickets. Now about the ladies. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, so it was super awkward. Crickets! Uh, so anyway. You like a minestrone? Aye, You like a meatball? You like a meatball? You want a spicy meatball? Here's what you're going to do. Uh, you're going to get on a train. <laughs> You're gonna get on a train, yeah, yeah, and you're gonna get off in murder. <laughs> huh? Yeah. So, um, so I, so this is early on in my career. So it was like I was doing open mics and starting to work at clubs. Is this in New York? Opener? No, this is in, in San Francisco. Oh, okay. Eight years ago? No, no. This this is oh. a, this is this is a long time ago. The, the Twenty eight years ago, Jim right? Hanks, <laughs> yeah, it was probably thirty five years ago. Uh, right. It was back in the uh, late forties. Yeah, it was mm. when I was like twenty eight. Yeah. <laughs> Original comedy boom. Yes. Yeah. Original comedy boom in the fifties. Right. Henny Young. You were the second on. guy to use a microphone. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Awesome. <laughs> they didn't um, want me to use it. They wanted no. to use the megaphone. The, 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 I was like, no, I got a bit with the uh, how electricity <laughs> is. Uh, I got uh, a megaphone. <laughs> I uh, I'd like to go do megaphone comedy, but I'm pretty sure Todd Glass already does it. <laughs> Holy fuck! I watched the I watched the opening of the ESPY Awards last night. Yeah. And Seth Meyers was hosting. Hosting it, mm-hmm. now, I, I'm not a big fan uh, on Saturday Live. I don't, I don't think he's. Uh, I don't, I don't like how he delivers his jokes. Hmm. But he was on the SB Awards hosting it, and he just fucking yelled everything. Like there was no like. It drove me insane. Well, he's playing like, to the crowd. How about you play to the crowd, acting like you have a fucking microphone? But you know what it is, though. I, I think that, that that all of those events always take place in a large room, it and did. I just think that's what people do, right? I mean, he generally sits behind a desk and talks, and he's in the Palladium. I yeah. think you just it's hard to You're not on a fucking TV and you like have a fucking mic. Show. Everyone can hear you. Rooms mic'd. No, rooms but you, mic'd. dude, you, like yeah, you might be mic'd, but you're physically in this cavernous space, and, and I think your you're hearing the sound look, too. Look, right? You're look, I'm sorry, I'm a you're looking at it to so see a fucking know. meatballs who are to get an award. A meatball. These guys don't get jokes. Who's These the are... spiciest? Hey. <laughs> Look, everybody's there looking at the beard, right. wondering how long he can sit in a cat suit, right? Mm-hmm. So they're not fucking paying attention to Seth. He's got to yell. Uh, well, they were. They did pay attention to him. Was he funny? Anyway. I, I find some him funny. funny jokes. I find him funny. I like him. His, uh, Seth Meyers two to one. That's fine. You guys can like him. His, uh, his correspondence dinner uh, set was really good. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see that because that I don't good. watch him. Um, but so anyway, so it's so early, early. I think it's probably early nineties. And uh, Tom, Han- a lot of people don't know this, but uh, Jim Hanks. Jim Hanks is Tom Hanks's brother. Right. Uh, looks he, a little bit like him. All, looks a little bit like him. Also wanted to be an actor, and he had to watch his brother shoot to stardom. And Jim Hanks became possibly the most bitter, angriest dude I've ever fucking encountered mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. Older or younger brother? I think a couple years younger, mm. just or maybe older. Maybe that's older why he was seems mad. Like the way it goes. Might have been why he was so mad. But he, the dude, was just full of rage, and then he decided to start doing stand-up comedy, which he had. 
you know, a step up in because they'd be like, oh, well, fucking Tom Hanks' brother. So he would get gigs and stuff, but he wasn't very he good. Worked, he was around for a while. Yeah, yeah, doing stand-up for a while. There was an era where he, uh, Mark Skippy Price. Yes. Ah. There were dudes from... Yeah. from, 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 from Well, there, were, there was, like, a dudes from other things. Like, it's not fair to say that he's from other things. Maybe he wanted to be a comedian his whole life. But he's... When you are Tom Hanks' brother, you're from another thing. Yeah. You're from Tom well, Hanks' okay. brother. Yeah. That's where that's where the story goes. So it's so I get a come on down and do a showcase in in Sacramento. Showcase nights is when they just put out a bunch of comics, and the feature from that week would be hosting the show. Mm-hmm. It's Jim Hanks. So it's a bunch of comics, and everyone and Jim Hanks is doing his thing, and part of his bits about how he doesn't want to be known as Tom Hanks' brother. But every comic that would go up would make a comment about how he was. Tom Hanks' Tom brother. Hanks' Hanks brother. Yeah. So he comes in back and Chet Hayes' uncle. He's fucking. <laughs> he's fucking livid, and he's right, like, right, right. He's like, no more fucking, no more comments about my no more. No one says Tom Hanks anymore. No one fucking says it. Like he's all pissed off in the green room, and I'm like, right. and I was on next, and I was like, what the fuck? I, I wasn't even watching the show. Like I don't even. Why are you yelling at me? So I go on stage, and I go, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Keep it going for uh, Tom Hanks' brother. And dude... (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Dave. (laughs) I mean, that is you. How could I not? That that is you on Twitter. That is fucking... That is you in a goddamn nutshell. You... That is... I knew where this story was going. And I kept thinking, now, am I going to be able to root for Dave in this scenario? Or am I going to actually take Jim Hanks' side? And then, what is it? Right? What are you you doing? I have to hear the rest of the story. I mean, I... At this point, I'm rooting for Dave because I love a trade. I love a train wreck too. I, I love a train wreck too. I also think, I also think when you're a comic, like you just have to, you just got to take it. Yeah, you yes. know what I mean. Like yeah. we talked about this, but doing like, have you done Pardo's show? Have you done um, uh, the writers' room? No. Where they make fun of you? Like that's what our thing is. Like yeah. our our whole the, 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 this business is. You get up and you make fun of shit, and then you are fair fucking game. Period. It doesn't feel good. Maybe you don't like it. Maybe you can ignore it. But you're fair game. No, that's right. what happens. Also, yeah. if the host, and plus, like the host makes fun of the guy that just got it. It's like that's a thing that happens at any club. It's a way to like settle well, and bring everybody. There's into the also moment. a way to do it. I have generally, I I will occasionally say to a host, "Listen, can we let's not uh, let's not mention he's just not that into you. Can you do that? Just you want to say New York Times, just, just right. not mention it. Now, if you ask them nicely, ninety percent of the time they do it. Every yeah. once in a while, they'll go up there and that's the first thing out of their mouth because they're panicky yeah. hosts mm-hmm. and whatever. And then I ignore it because I don't give a shit. But there's just times you go, look, I just want to see if we can move. Yeah. Beyond this, yeah. but I will ask. I would never walk into a room and go, "You motherfuckers," yeah, because yeah. I would expect if I said that, now someone was going to go out and build a sign that says, "Yeah, just not that." Because you're self aware, Greg. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it doesn't go much farther than he's he's you know he's off the stage. He's halfway through the audience. He fucking spins around and starts running back. Like, he's going to fucking pop me. Oh, like he's shit. And people grab him and have to fucking pull Whoa. him back from the stage. And I was just like, wow, dude. Wow. But he's really Seriously? going after Tom Hanks in that moment. Yeah. And that's he's the, that's going, the thing. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. so, dude, and you know what, fucking he, get you over know what, it. You know why he can't get Tom Hanks? Because Tom Hanks is on the moon. 
Yeah. Right? Tom Hanks is on the moon at that moment. Oh, yeah. Right? Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks is Hanks on During the, the filming of Apollo 13, right? You weren't He's, talking about literally, That's right? about right. No, he literally, Tom Hanks wanted to be on the moon. He could be. That's where his what? brother can go. His brother can go anywhere he wants. Well, if Tom Hanks said, I'd like to go to the moon, some people would think about how he could get that to happen. That's yeah, the kind yeah. of career he has, where Jim Hanks and is hosting is hosting an open mic in the Sacramento area. <laughs> Right. Do you see? And That's Tom, right. And Tom Hanks Oakland does not. Bay Area, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And, and Tom Hanks, you know, from what I've heard, it, it just sounds like a fucking dick, especially the way he treated, like, Colin Hanks and all that stuff. So Tom Hanks? Wait, Tom Hanks? Yeah. My experience with Tom Hanks was he was fucking awesome. Every time I see him in a movie, he sounds like... <laughs> Yeah. I was actually trying to do a Twitter trend where I was trying to start a campaign where I could high-five Tom Hanks. Hashtag high-five Hanks. And I would always tweet at him. I was like, I would respond to everything he said going, that sounds awesome. Larry Crown looks great. High-five Hanks. High-five Hanks. <laughs> well, to be fair, Larry Crown is the I spent a weekend with him. I found him, I found him uh, quite amiable and sweet. Do you know about the Colin Hanks story? I don't live with the Hankses, no. Well, Colin Hanks has told it a couple times around. He basically abandoned Colin Hanks. He had he had a wife and Well yeah, he divorced a the couple mom. of kids. Have you met Col- was, have you met Colin Hanks? And then he was complete Have you met Colin Hanks? Seems pretty well adjusted. I'd to me. drop that baby right on the fucking <laughs> I take him back to the post office at 18 or whatever it is you're allowed to do. You drop him off at a fire department. Is that right? Uh, Put him in a dumpster. Yeah. Is that right? No, but is that the thing where there was that law where you could take a kid? Oh, I saw a dumpster in the alley. There's a law where you could take a kid up to the age 18 if you drop him back. Drop him back at the fire department. It's called fuck him. The Look, law. When Tom Hanks dropped Colin off at the fire department for a quote it field wasn't trip, a fire department. It was a fire. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was a field trip. It was. It was no. It was. It was three bums sitting around. But he a was twenty-seven years fire. old. It was time to barrel leave the fire nest. Hanks. That's what I call him. Barrel fire Hanks. Yeah. Well, anyway, Colin Hanks has told the story about how he he just never heard from his dad again until he was of an age when his in early twenties or whatever when his dad heard that he wanted to be an actor and called him and said, "Hey, I can help you with that." Like that's the extent of their relationship. So. And my experience with Tom Hanks is working at Staples Center uh, as a suite attendant, and no one out of every fucking room. Now let me. Not let, one suite attendant wanted to work for Tom Hanks and and uh, Rita Wilson because they were the worst people that you could. But ever let me be find. clear. Really? Let me, oh, let me be. Clear, but hang on. But hang on. Let me be clear about your horrible. job. Let me be clear about your job. You're not saying suite as in a suite, like a place where people gather. You were a S-W-E-E-T attendant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your job was to go up and cuddle yeah. and love yeah. and validate and validate your job would be to go up. I would cuddle face to face and then and then I and then they would open their mouth and I would open my mouth and I would release a small warm piece of caramel into their mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So right? But you got fired because you would always go right? Silently, Dave. I remember. I, would, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I, I remember when you were. I remember when you came back and you said last night I had to whisper delicately. I had to whisper in an upward direction delicately uh-huh. at Alec Baldwin's taint. I had to mm. blow, just whisper kisses yeah. at his taint. Yeah, but that's, that's what that's what a sweet attendant does. That was four yeah. days ago. That's not even a sweet. <laughs> <attendant>. <laughs> it's just now oh, what show business is for <laughs> okay. me. It's a, it's it's not great. Yeah. Well, that's my that's my Jim Hanks story. It yeah. went it really 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 weird because you guys all want to fucking just run down the beach holding hands with Tom Hanks. Yeah, so it yeah. got weird at the end because I have a different impression of Tom Hanks. I've heard a few different stories about Tom Hanks 
over the years. And uh, I've and seen so, a few different stories involving Tom Hanks. One being the Burbs, great movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that thing you do, very underrated. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. That thing you I do, like one of movies. the best. That thing you do, one of the best rock and roll movies ever made. I've never seen a gentleman enjoy a volleyball more in my fucking life. So I get it. Like he's a great. A I was at a wedding. I was at a wedding with him. So I was there for two days because Mary was in the wedding and he was at the reception. He was at the uh, uh, the uh, rehearsal dinner and then at the wedding and he walked around and he talked to everybody. Sat at every single table. Went over and. You know, say, hey, I'm Tom, whatever, blah, blah. Like, he was super He available. raped five people during that wedding. Yeah, but it was hilarious. Wow. I mean, you know, it's it's like... <laughs> what? Can it just be good? Yeah, can. It can it just be... Sure. Can it just be good? Yeah. I mean, you know, these people aren't... They're not all fucking awesome. They all have fucking shitty... Pass and they're good and bad and yeah. They, yeah. Wait till Bill like Cosby you, dies. When that shit comes out, people are gonna lose their fucking mind. Oh, there's already. I don't a think so. I, I feel like I feel like the Cosby. I feel like I think everyone's politely waiting for him to leave the room, but I don't think anyone doesn't know. I think you look at the cause and you say, "I bet ninety-eight percent of people have no idea." You, I bet. I bet Didn't a lot of shit come out recently, like a few years ago, about him grab assing all the time? Well, the stuff came out because his son, when his son got killed, it was all very, huh? Why was he with a Russian prostitute? And kind of yeah. all this weird shit came out, but because uh, it was, so there was a lot of stuff then. But no one, it's never come out what yeah. what Cosby is. So these people have dark secrets, and Everybody shit comes does. out. If I died right now, shit would come out. They no, literally, sense. shit would come out. Shit because would come your, out, muscles, yeah. your muscles, <laughs> yeah, 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 and exactly. shit comes yeah. out. I bet that's a good about? shit, though. Yeah, that's I bet that is about. a good shit. Oh, only if you could enjoy oh, the last one. Well, maybe that's the last thing you feel like. Maybe you go. Maybe you go. Oh, sweet relief, and it all kind of comes. It's like the greatest shit of your life because. Like, there's nothing left inside you at that point, right? I mean, when you have your final shit. <laughs> Did your soul go so out, out that My way? soul just went out what, when I was talking about yeah, yeah. I bet we all feel like our souls leave our head, like we would exit upwards. But what if you come out of your bottle? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> it. What if your soul exits through yeah. your bottle? The death rattle is just a really... I mean, it, is, it, it does make sense. Yeah. It does. That's right. It does make sense that, like, that is the only fucking exit of your bottle. You know, maybe you come out your mouth. But my guess is you come out your bottle, like your sweet bottle. relief. So, and then you get like a pre-heaven shower. So you exit your bottle, and then you do a yeah. pre. There's some sort of a hose down. That's purgatory. Yeah. And then you get up there, right? Uh, you listen to the Jim Hanks uh, comedy hour. I've been coming to heaven covered in corn. <laughs> I don't even eat corn. That's horseshit. <laughs> With Dave Anthony and Greg Barrett. Walking the room. Oh, man. Get get on with some Greg, eh? That's going to go shitty, right? Yeah, it really does. You like Greg, eh, though, right? I don't know. Let's bring it up, beat, man. How horrible is that? <clears throat> what, everything or just that? My buddy does an imitation, and he does it really well, of a Jamaican who is being made love to in the bottom. A Jamaican man, and it's too big. Who and he says, it's like too this? big. He goes, he goes, take it out, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than I can take. So mellow. Take, so mellow. Take, take it out. Take it out. And he does it so good. I can't do it. Take it out. It's more than I can take. 
No, it's more meat Who than I. That? He says it's more meat than I can take. Which friend does this? My buddy Greg. You know Greg. Uh, oh Greg. yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Greg that I grew up with. Yeah, big Greg um, that I grew up with. Yeah. He does it fucking amazing. It's great. Yeah, this more, show, this show so far is <laughs> offensive. Oh yeah, stupid. Offensive on the edge of just being on. Uh, we're probably gonna get calls from. Uh, we're not gonna get calls. Do you know me fucking listens? Jonah's like, well, there goes my Tom. Ha- look, that's jo- a joke. Do you? But we, we, look, no one, nobody cares. That's <laughs> <laughs> the fucking thing. Care nobody lot. cares, dude. We might get. We care a, a lot up. about the. Remember them? Fucking, I, I love, love that band. Yeah, they Faith fucking no played recently at the Palladium. Yeah, they did play recently. At the oh, I'd you, love to see them. This, let me, let's see Mike Patton live. First off, you and you and you and Mike Patton, while not, you don't physically resemble each other. But we're your spirit. your spiritual soulmate. <laughs> Do some chirps. Do some weird chirps and noises. You guys, there's footage of him that, by, that could, yeah. they could just superimpose your head. But he's backstage at a festival. Have you seen this footage? I don't think so. He's backstage in Australia yeah. at a festival, and they're interviewing him about Tomahawk or Phantom Moss or one of his fucking other bands. Yeah. And Wolf Mother starts playing. You know, woman. They start playing their fucking their their sort of their hit and and. And and he's talking, and he goes, "Wait, he goes, what? What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ, are you listening to this shit? What the fuck is it? Are you uh, fucking kidding me? This uh, is, am I wrong? And the, no. you can tell that the guy with the camera is like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't like it. I don't like. He goes, this is fucking terrible. This is the worst music ever. And you can clearly hear that it's Wolf Mother, and you can, and he's just like fucking That's over awesome. it. Yeah. And I was like, you just put Dave's face right on there, so and put Tom Hanks on, say. and you put Tom Hanks on stage <laughs> doing. Oh, Hanks. Look, I'm sorry. Mother. I'm um, sorry, Flabby Hanks. So I am in. Uh, I was telling the, I was telling you the story uh, in the break. So I'm I'm newly sober. This is uh, almost 15 years ago, and uh, my buddy goes, "Oh, good. Well, then you'll be you'll be up during the day. Let's play some tennis." My friend Paul. So uh, he says, "Meet me up at the courts in Griffith Park," and I said, "I don't have a racket or anything. I'm just you know I'm just I, I don't I, I barely have any." I don't even he know goes, where just, the courts are. There's there's a couple. There's the north side and the south side courts. It's uh, yeah, it's over by where Cross and I used to live over on Franklin. So okay. it's on that on that side. So uh, that is the south side, right? Yeah. So. Anyway, so I drive up there, and uh, uh, I don't even have tennis clothes. I've got, like, you know, some gym shorts and a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. So I have this little red Honda, old, you remember I had that little red Honda yeah. Civic? Anyway, it's got no air conditioning, so I can't sit in the car while I wait. So I get out, and I stand at the back of the car. Now, are you right next to the courts? Yeah. Like, is it a big open area? It's a area? big parking lot right in front of the okay. courts. It's a big yeah. parking lot right in front of the courts. And I stand and lean against my car, and I fold my arm. That's the way I do it. I'm just standing there waiting. I, don't how, know, how, I look like a guy that's waiting. How small are the shorts? You know they're mid thigh. Okay, right, mm-hmm. right. And I'm Show just, knee, I'm just getting sober, so I'm coming off a little chunkiness. Yeah, so they yeah. might be a little tight, you right? Because I was at two twenty seven then. Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. I had some, I, I had something happening. So you're sexy. Well, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and own that. Did you have one leg kind of up? <laughs> on I'm gonna the, go ahead and own that. Do you have one foot kind it's of? It's conceivable up on the, uh, that I have my foot up on the bump. Oh, it's conceivable. Here we yeah. go. Uh, and for those of you that don't understand that, I can tell my very first joke. I know this joke. I you like this joke a lot. 
Uh, if you come down the seat and you see a guy standing up against the wall and he has one leg up against the wall, you know, uh, he's a male prostitute and he's soliciting prostitution. And if the guy has both legs up, Spider-Man. <laughs> so I... That's, but one, anyway, that's I'm one of standing, my most quoted uh, Greg Marriage joke when I tell people about Greg Marriage joke. I'm standing in the, uh, I'm standing in the parking lot and uh, I'm by myself and I'm waiting for my friend and a dude walks by and uh, smiles foot. at me, just cruises by on foot, doesn't seem to have a car or a racket either. Uh-huh. And he walks by and smiles at me and I smile back at him and then uh, he did turns around and walks by again. Like How far does he go before he turns around? He goes to the end of the parking lot, uh-huh. and then he brings it back again. And it's just you two there. It's just the two of us at uh-huh. this point. And then he brings it back again. Yeah. And uh, and I, uh, I'm I, and he looks at me like, are we doing this or not? And I was, oh, my God. <laughs> because this, he got to the parking lot, and he was like, right. and, he, and you were yeah. fucking still leaning at your car. Right. This, this is how I like to... Fo- what the fuck is he? Yeah. This Jesus is, Christ. I didn't realize this is Pony Fuck Park. <laughs> then I literally... It's almost as though then the picture becomes clear. Like, I look up, and there's a car parked across the street with an old man by himself. And, like, there's... I see two dudes walk down, like, sort of walk down the road past me, like, and off into the trees. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And my friend did on purpose. Like, he left me there on purpose. Oh, no, seriously? Yeah, he did. He goes, I came 15 minutes late on purpose. So just, oh, that's wow. awesome! So we... Yes! He's also the one that made it so your air condition didn't work, so you'd have to... Yeah, he did uh, a lot of... He <laughs> yeah. did a lot of jerry-rigging. And then he shows up, and my, you're just blowing a dude my, crying uh, in the bushes. My friend, my friend is Ashton Kutcher. Hey. He loves a prank. Uh, you got something. Good times. Uh, what about the big prank they're playing on so, him called uh, Three and a Half Men? What? So... <laughs> I don't know what it's called. So anyway... So anyway... Um... So now we're going to go play tennis. So no, no. Goes, so what did the dude... Hang on. So then that dude's gone. He's just gone. So you, what did you say up. to him when he said, what the fuck? Would... I just shook him off. I was like, oh, no, I'm not here for that. I, I knew what he wanted. I grew up in San Francisco. I'm like, oh, I'm not here for that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then he was fucking like, oh, I got shit to do. I'm like, hey, dude, first off, he wanted a quick if you're time. soliciting for a blowjob, make it seem fun or whatever yeah. we're going to do, but don't be fucking mad at me. Like, he was like a shitty salesman. There, yeah, but yeah. There's, there's different types of blowjobs. It's not a New York fucking deli, asshole. You show some... <laughs> Show some fucking courtesy. Be like the Gap Greeter. Can I help you? Can I show you something in a cocksucker? Would you like to suck mine? So yeah, but you fucking you were being a douchebag. Like he gave you the fucking eye. You gave him the eye back. You gave him. I didn't give him the eye. I gave him the. I'm another person traveling this planet. How are you, friend? Your fucking sweet ass is just sitting there. Like you're just like it's like putting a a really nice pie out and and then going that shit's not for sale. Let me tag the story. It's just on a windowsill. It's cooling. I'm heading back to my I'm heading we're heading over to play tennis I have tennis racket in hand I'm with my buddy and he explains to me yeah this is where dudes come to fuck a lot of guys come up and fuck in this park this is sort of the thing they do and as we get to our court up over the rise up over the hill comes Anthony Clark by himself Anthony Clark had had just popped out of the bushes and then left the just came out of the I mean, uh, you know, uh, from uh, Boston Public and... Uh, Do we Boston. want that on the... Well, I guess you could say allegedly. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say he did anything. I just saw him walk over the hill. Yeah. Look, look, I'm willing to own that it could be... That that could have been a hallucination because it was really hot and I was just getting sober. <laughs> and maybe gay men and the booze pouring out of my system, working its way out. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was a hallucination and yeah. I didn't see that guy. But I'm pretty sure I saw Tony. Yeah. Clap on, clap so off. So you think he was just hiking, or could have been hiking? Yeah, yeah. he may have been out on a day hike. I've seen lots. I'm of... not saying anything happened. I just happened to see him there, or I thought I walking did. Walking around, yeah. just a dude walking around. Maybe he was the groundskeeper there, as well as having a hit <laughs> television series. 
true. He's always a nice guy. That's such a. Also, that's not a. I'm not saying. Also, even if I did see Anthony Clark, I'm not saying a bad. Like, like if there was a park. Where you could go. No, that's the thing. Yeah. Right? That's the thing. Because I knew a guy in New York, uh, I mean, in San Francisco, who said, because uh, I, 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 I had a couple of gay roommates in San Francisco, and and one of them was like, uh, I just had a subway fuck. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. And he goes, and you go on the subway, you see a dude, you make eye contact, it's acknowledged what's happening, then without saying a word... You follow him off the subway, and you go to his apartment, and you do whatever you're going to do, and then you just leave without saying a word, and it was called the subway fuck, and I was like, that's... So wait, you lose weight doing that? Is that why it's <laughs> yeah. 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 You have to call the guy, you say, are you Jared? That's yeah, the say, are you Jared? Are you Jared? <laughs> and then you go and you have a turkey club uh, with the... Uh, never say a word. Never say a word. Club. You never say a word. But I was, like, I was like, holy fuck. How come we can't do that? Right. If they had that, <laughs> right. So what I'm saying is, I'm not putting, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not saying anything bad about the uh, act of gay, uh, uh, no, any kind of uh, gay sex. What I'm saying is, if our brand was available to us as single men, we'd have been in those fucking trees every day. Like that's yeah, 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 yeah. Good on him. Well, that's yeah, yeah. the congratulations. Like, you know, so if a guy wants to fuck a girl, there's got to be an exchange of money. If a guy wants to fuck another guy, fucking just yeah, look you, around. You can't just go to a park. If I go to a park to fuck a woman, and there <laughs> right? are women there who are there to get fucked, I do have to give them something. Yeah, it is definitely not. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. not a thing where you walk up and you go, "What the fuck? Because, what are we doing?" Because they don't need it as bad as we do. With dudes, it's like, "Well, you need this too." Yes, we both want this. Yeah. We both want. We both want this thing, and we both yeah. want the. We also both want to leave when it's over. Yeah, and we both want. We both want that thing. And I want to feel. Bad. Yeah. Look, I, I got feel terrible. Stuff. I I'm here because I want to feel terrible. About Look, there's also guys. There are also guys working there. Like that old man. That old man in the town car is not getting that shit for free. Oh no, no, no. He's, no so there's yeah. there's, there's, there's working some, gentlemen. Yeah, there was some work up there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen. I've seen. I used to ride my bike around like all over Griffith Park uh, a while back, and I would, just, I would see hand jobs happening in cars all the really? time. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does yeah. this still go on? Because I I, I still see cars parked. A hand job is through. never going away. <laughs> <laughs> Timeless. It's the timeless, man. Is timeless. It's, it's, not timeless. it's still it's not a fad. It's not a fad, dude. Yeah, exactly. Look, every time I'm giving a dude a hand job, I'm like, "What is this? A fucking nineties?" Sure, sure, more people were in wars and working on farms. It's the hand like, job, fad, the hand job, the hand job is like the blues. It's like <laughs> reggae. It's always going to be around. It's not always going to be popular. Not always going to be great. Yeah. Some of it's going to stink. But for the most part, the hand job is consistent. It's also never going to be the most popular thing. It's never going to be on yeah. the radio. No, but it's still going to be the hand job. It's the yeah. blues, man. It's it Reggae, it's ska. Come, you know, it's ska. It barely ever cracks the surface, but it's always around. I've never, I've never seen. Uh, Would you like a ska job? Oh yeah, right? Yeah, go down to Orange County. You do it on yeah, the up. Man. You know how you do that? You do it on the upbeat. You go up first instead yeah. of down. Upstroke. You go up, upstroke, yeah. upstroke. Ucha, 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 ucha. Like two, two hands. I got you. Two hands. Yeah. I can't stop doing it. Yeah. And then after the guy comes, you gotta pick it up, 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 pick it up. Yeah, boy. I have. I'm sad now that I've never had a dude try to fuck me in a park. I'd had a dude like, try to fuck me in a bar. Yeah, yeah but I've had yeah. that. I mean, I like no, aggressively. Go. Oh, aggressively. Yeah, downtown. Uh, one of the uh, it was a gay ranchero bar, kind of near the smell. I think the bar's gone. I'm sorry. Now, the the smell? smell. It's a punk rock uh, venue oh, okay. downtown. Really good venue. 
Uh, I've been around for a, while, a long time, but uh, I uh, I was in this bar just to get drinks because it smells, you know, all ages venue, no drinks. It's just uh-huh. a place for bands to play. I went to it's the a bar. co-op, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a co-op. Um, and I went, I was getting a drink, and then it was just really dark, which just gave, you know, just, I didn't really, it was just a Mexican bar. Yeah. Didn't really think much of it. Uh, drinking a beer, and then a guy comes up to me, kind of stands close, and it's weird because it's not very crowded bar very a lot of space to just hang out by yourself <laughs> yeah. and then I'm, I'm drinking my beer just kind of trying to get it down so I can go back in and watch another band and the guy comes up to me steps on my foot like right where the foot meets the heel like that tender yeah. part steps into it and leans into me and I'm just you know not sure <laughs> What's going on? And then he leans back. This guy's, you know, denim shirt, same as the pants, belt buckle, big yeah. hat. Uh, and then, like, leans back and then just kind of gestures towards the back and walks to the back, which is oh, really you're, dark. You're getting fucked. And then I was just, I was, I was wondering was what's going on. Was he a big on. dude? He was a bigger dude, but yeah, shorter yeah. than me. Because you know? you're, I mean, you're a pretty big dude yourself. Yeah, yeah, I'm real, I'm real large. But, yeah, this guy was, you know, burly. Right. Not tall like me, but, like, burly and, like, you know, could fuck me up. Uh, and so, like, then kind of gestures towards the back. He walks towards the back, and I'm like, I don't, what happened? I thought, I thought it was like a weird, like, you want to fight thing. Because uh, I'd imagine gay Mexican ranchero guys uh, fight the same as they fuck. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And then I look in the back, and there's just dudes getting blowjobs, and they all still have the cowboy hats on. It's like on. a room when they're all doing it. They're just, like, all yeah. in the back where it's really dark, just uh, fucking and sucking. And, uh, wow. and then I just squeezed the, the Tecate can into my mouth and ran out. Out I go. Yeah. Yeah, that's how much I was into the drinking at the time, though. That I had to still finish my beer. <laughs> but that is so like dudes. Like that I, is dudes. Like yeah. dudes fuck on a floor. Like that is. Like that is. There's your right, next shirt. Right, next dudes fuck shirt. on a floor. <laughs> it's kind of true, but it's true, right? I mean, it's 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 very true of uh, of uh, like when I was in San Francisco and I was I dated a girl that worked in a gay bar and like you know I would go and and uh, meet her on her breaks and we'd go make out somewhere in the club or whatever and and then you'd go into a bathroom there'd be two dudes just on the floor fucking right? yeah. I think a guy peed they don't fucking give a shit they just want to get it Those done yellow you bars know? yellow bars when everyone just kind of can pee on each other willy nilly that's actual I've, I've heard of that I've heard, MJ's MJ's on Hyperion apparently used to be an underground yellow bar after hours where everyone just fucking pissed on each other, like it was on just each a other piss on the festival? floor, yeah, just piss festival. Well, that sounds bad. That you know, if like you if you go to uh, if you, after last call, if you go to uh, Astro Family Restaurant on uh, you know, yeah, uh, like uh, Glendale yeah. over there, if you go after hours, a lot of the uh, a lot of the private clubs, the S and M gay clubs, let out, yeah, and they all go there. It's like it's a good time and a hilarious time to go because they're all walking in, furry leather mustache dudes, <laughs> all getting tuna melts at the end of the night, just drunk oh, and eating a snack. It. I can barely sit down my my fucking. I think I got whipped forty times. I'm gonna have a tuna melt. Uh, I'm gonna go crazy. I'm gonna go crazy. I'm gonna have a tuna melt. But it's so late. I know. I know. You know wait a minute. Really wait a minute. But you were just laying in pee, which is yeah. crazier. This tuna melt. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> These hairy man boobs don't keep themselves up. You know, what'd be really sad is if you just walked into the yellow bar like looking for a drink or something. Is this the place? I was looking for a friend of mine. Also, people are just peeing, and it's like a whole like that would be. A little shocking, uh, especially if you just came from Iowa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would definitely, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think if you walk out of the yellow bar, what's happened? 
Do you mean like if, yeah. like you? Well, I would bring it. Is there a locker room? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, how do you? It's like if people. It's like you know, say like you know, it's last call, and then there's other people walking by as everyone starts shuffling. Out. I go, what happened in there? <laughs> Just dudes coming out covered in piss. Yeah. I was, like, I was, I was trying to great, figure man. out how to get Hep C. And, yeah. They used to call it Heps. Yeah, I got a bad case of uh, I got a bad case of athlete's foot, so I figured I'd go to a yellow bar for a while, shoeless, sure. and just kind of shuffle around. Walk around. Awesome. I I am learning stuff that I had no idea existed. Like I know a lot of shit, but I didn't know about a yellow bar. Yeah, yeah. That's fucked up. I knew about the vampire bars, which I think is really what's the vampire bar. They they were I know that there was one in San Francisco, but uh, so there would be people who like to drink blood, and there'd be people who like to give up their blood. Oh shit! And so and it was it was so mostly it was mostly yeah super dangerous. So dangerous. I know it was mostly lesbians, but then it was it was people from all walks of life. Uh, but yeah, so they would go there and drink blood. Which is uh, in the in the in the nineties. This is the only great thing to do in San Francisco. This is, the, yeah, this is the only segment where I've ever thought about saying the words "I want my mommy." <laughs> I want to go, go back to where it's safe and warm. Yeah. Vampire bar. Just, vampire bar sounds like something that a guy like doesn't know what a goth bar is. It's some kind of vampire bar. I don't know. <laughs> Have you heard Chip Pope's bit about goths? No. Oh fuck! He went to the you know there's a Tim Burton exhibit. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to check that out. He goes, I go there and there's all these goths and I just want to say to them. You guys, Tim Burton is not a goth, by the way. When he wants to make a movie, he just asks the people that are in his kitchen, like his wife. Hey, Johnny Depp comes in. Look, I'm wearing a hat. Let's make a movie. (laughs) Fucking Chip Pope is a goddamn genius. Yeah, he's great. Fucking funny guy. I I feel dirty. Am I supposed to feel dirty after... uh, I mean, usually we say we feel dirty after a (laughs) podcast, but I literally... like. And Jonah's maybe the nicest, most sort of like like kind of vaguely together guy we've had in the club. Right? Yeah, ever, yeah. I mean, considering we only even had a handful of guests. We we hit new lows in this podcast and I, from from top to you know bottom. What we do I'm not sure if we should be proud of that. But we that. dragged a decent guy into it. Like, we took somebody... Uh, Hanks? Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> About Hanks. Uh, Hanks. <laughs> I don't... He, but he, you know, he started the... This uh, episode's flavor off with the 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 cock coming out of your ass joke. That really set, you set the, me up for that. Though. Yeah, I set you up for it. I would I would I would bring up bits. I would. my understanding. You know, also, you, I was thinking about traffic. It's anyway. my understanding that when you go home for Thanksgiving, your parents will be like, "Well, tell us your latest bit," and you'll do the cock out of the ass bit or yeah. whatever. Like you're uh, you're not a good person to bring into. Uh, places like this. No, you know what's really... funny? That uh, that bit too came about when I was really trying to make a TV set. <laughs> I was like, really trying hard to like. I was like, you know, I need to kind of have punchy jokes that are clean. A lot of my jokes, like they might not be filthy, but some of them are just kind of like you know, yeah. dirty. And it's not like something I try; it's just something that comes out. And then in my quest to try and figure out a TV set, that's... that I came up with that bit, and I had so much fun doing it. That I was just like, ah, fuck it. That's how my whole act happens. I try and write a TV bit, and then I'll call my manager and go, I got it. I'm going to do the thing where I put my dick in the Cadbury egg. And then there's just <laughs> silence on the other end of the line. He's like, well, how are you going to get around dick in the Cadbury yeah. eggs? I go, well, the rest of it's really, fuck, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll do a bit that's clean all the way until the punchline. And then he'll go, well, you can't do the punchline yeah. for that. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll just put that in the act. Like, I can't. Yeah, my manager was like, what are you going to say? Pooping out penises? And I was like, can I? <laughs> no, no, you can't. No, you can't. It's yeah. all the same. Oh, fuck. Now it's sad again. It's weird when Here your manager we goes, I think we can talk about coming 
but we can't. And you think, God, why can't I just write a joke? Well, yeah. people people don't understand that when you go to do a set and you'll have a word in your set that they disagree with, they then you give you these arbitrary and random words that you can use as a substitute. And yeah. it's always just like, what's the difference? I can't say pussy, but I can say cooch? Yeah. Like yeah. right. that's literally what it is, and you're like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. It's it's a lot like, of weird rules. It, it's, it's, there's a great there's a great version of that in the in the not particularly good Doors movie where they're telling Jim Morrison, you know, it's a uh, girl we couldn't get much higher, and the guy goes, what if we said, uh, what if we said, uh, girl we couldn't get much better? <laughs> what? That's good, right? Girl we couldn't get much better, and then of course you see Morrison, and he did do this, <laughs> lean into the camera and go, girl we couldn't get much higher, like yeah. he just fucking yeah. fuck you. But great, but there's a great. Reference to that in uh, the Simpsons where Moe's Tavern becomes a hit because of Flaming Moe's and then um, oh, yeah. uh, and uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers are going to play and then Moe's like hey I was looking at your, you know, your, your lyrics here and when you say uh, what I got I want to get it put it in you could you change that to what I want is I want to hug and kiss you and then Anthony <laughs> Kiedis goes oh wow that's perfect I can't believe we didn't think of that before that's what I was trying to say the whole time <laughs> I think are we done walkingtheroom.com yeah Tumblr, <clears throat> Tumblr, walking the room. Email us at Gmail. Keep those fucking Email iTunes. Walking the room those Gmail. iTunes reviews are look. Countless like, good reviews. You guys have the one of the best review things I've ever seen. Thank you. If you don't like the podcast, just go read the reviews. The reviews are better than the whole fucking show. There are some <laughs> reviews that are better than most things on iTunes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, most things on iTunes. Yeah, and I'm not talking about that. They say any things about this. It's the way it's written. It's the actually. It's the. Yeah. It's not that yeah. we're being complimented because usually we're not. They somehow managed to make us seem like a couple of turds. And we'll let you know when Jonah's new seven inches out. <laughs> All right.